DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind, we're going up around the bend. Ooh. All right. It's time. Good morning. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. This is the Outdoor Zone Radio Show coming to you live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all our f- uh, f- funneling uh, pod- podcast uh, electronic funneling stations. Uh, Spotify and iTunes and all those things, and share those things with your friends. Let them know that that we're on. I I get occasionally. I get this week was one of them. I got somebody had been listening to a series of our shows, and it was Caden out in El Paso. Was Hello, listening Kaden. to the shows, and uh, so that out. was cool. Yeah. Um, I am TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Good morning. Good morning. On uh, time as usual. Yep. And you're drinking your. This is what Your micro it. pepper. Is it's a, a 7.5 ounce Dr. Pepper. The exact right amount. Yes. <laughs> Skinny can. That's and, what I call it. And uh, beefsteak. Oh, yeah. In a house. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early ahead of us all. Brains against the gate operation. <laughs> yes. And the brawn. Uh, gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open. The old pot belly stove gets cranked up. Pour some water over the old coal. Uh, Coffee grinds that were there left over from last week, but we will drink that anyway. Oh, yeah. It is. It actually gets better. It gets better. It's just like chili. He puts foil on the coat hanger to make sure the signal gets out. No. So, yesterday, a little paper clip. Well, paper clip. Yeah, that's how I get my. That's right. That's how it it works perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it does. That's how you're listening to us right now. But uh, (laughs) Cody's wife, Nicole. Uh, went to close the mini blinds and it messed up his channel. Oh, <laughs> I got to readjust my, my. Yeah, he was over there like, oh, doggone it. I got to 
Readjust was on the third clip. one and then tied into the clip over here on the string. Hold on. Yeah. What were you going to say? Yeah, what were you going to say? Yeah. You got to keep rolling because uh-huh. I, <laughs> I lost you it. Got me all. Hey, I shot a deer. What? Last weekend. Opening I didn't weekend. see a pitcher one. You didn't. No, I didn't no, either. No, all I saw was hogs. You shot some hogs. Yeah, but we got a, I got a deer. I got a buck. What? Yep. Oh, we, something happened uh, there. No, 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 no. no. Just, yeah. no. So, <laughs> <laughs> Found it two days later. No, no, no. I've, I got it. No, no. We are just shooting. So the game Little work. Little buck the, 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 or something. Well, it's called a management buck. Oh, okay. there's the story. See, and the right. biologist. And well, then that's what I shot. I so shot the, two management bucks. So the, no, the, you uh, shot coal bucks. Completely different deal. Yeah. Um, it's. Yes, Colbuck, the management. Was your deer bigger than your dog? <laughs> yes, it was. Then it was fine. Okay, it, Keep scored, going. it scored over 100 on the Boone and Crockett scale. No way. So that's okay. We Jeff got one. I shouldn't say his name. No names, but 130. Don't say Jeff Dodder's name? No, don't okay. say that out loud. He didn't want to know. He didn't <laughs> nobody. He does not exist, and he has no guns. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably. I actually have a Social Security right here. It's 700. <laughs> Oh, well. So anyways, the biologist came out and they did a spotlight check and told us, you know, what our buck ratio is versus doe. And Uh it's actually too good. We have too many bucks. They say there's too much. We need to relieve the pressure on the younger ones and the older ones and shoot two and a half to three and a half year old Oh, bucks. get out of here. Oh, come on That's now. what he said. That's this, what they, they yeah, gave but, us. Yeah, uh, but what you're seeing. And, biologist. So, and you're going to see like 50. <laughs> He's from your like year and a half old. Neighboring. You're going to see like ranch. 50 little basket racks. And at some point you just start killing the deer. Well, exactly. Right. You, but you want to you want to get the right ones. I mean, the hill country. It is, everybody shoots two and a half and three and a half year old bucks. Oh yeah, that's what I shot. Well, so <laughs> so one of the guys on our lease that one thirty that he put down. It was a buck. It was a what we considered it. We were all like, oh, that's like four and a half, five years old. Well, when he went to the uh, the processing place that I'm not supposed to say the name to because they aren't. You know, put anyway, the buck stop here. Yeah, the buck stops here. Really good place. The bio- hey, I took I took my deer over so there. So the, the game warden or biologist, the local one, was right was there, and uh, they aged the deer for him and said That's it was. That's when you go. <laughs> <laughs> Next said processor. It, they said. <laughs> <laughs> they no, we're all clean. Oh, we can oh, do it. Oh. We do it all right. I so, forgot beefsteak. You're legal now. Yeah, lit now. <laughs> and so uh, he said it was seven years old. Well, we guessed. At four and a half or five, he said, nope, he aged it and did the whole tea thing and all that. Seven years old. That's good. Huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he said, there so it was older than we thought. So now we're all recalculating and recalibrating our... Adding our, two years to... Yeah, exactly. We're going... Seven and a half huh. minus three divided by one See, and, six, and last five. year, we had this big frame, the guy we were talking about, put frame pictures everywhere that says... It had a, uh, if you shoot these, you will never get 10-point bucks. If what, you shoot the uh, 
And so it was all over. And so we did. JD put pictures of that all over your. All over the place, the, oh, everywhere. God. If you shoot these, you'll never see these, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so the idea was we were we were doing. I some... would have shot just <laughs> oh, I would have done it just, <laughs> yeah, me too. He's so hey, lucky looks, we're not oh, there on oh, that Oh, wait. I thought you meant shoot, oh, shoot ones that look oh, like. Oh, the little oh, skinny ones. Gosh. Oh, I get I keep it. Killing them. Can't eat the horns anyway. <laughs> you know, people say that, but that's but that's the ones that aren't shooting or aren't seeing any bucks, right? Because the other guys was like, "All right, so I'm going to shoot a buck." Then another buck dropped, and then another buck dropped, and everybody's like, "Well, heck, if everybody well, else is shooting bucks, I'm shooting a buck too." Well, we went out to the ranch. We killed seven. Is that how many did we kill? Uh, well, you killed seven before I even got there. Yeah, I know, but w- the rest of y'all. Uh, <laughs> so how can you so, shoot seven? Oh, it's some. Yeah, it's MLD. Plan. We got. Uh, we have to kill f- thirty-nine deer. How come there are only pictures of two then? Well, I guess I got to take picture of the other ones, but I process them so quickly that Mine. sometimes I. It was My weird. I have placement. a picture. Oh, I have a picture of his. It he curled one with an arrow. My. Arrow placement up. was too perfect, and there was blood everywhere, and it's just not appropriate to. So yesterday, I, talking about that real quick, I want to tell you yesterday what we did is we did CSI corn scene investigation, and we set up three different oh my gosh. Uh, uh, three different scenes of an arrow placement and what went wrong with it or went right. This is at a. You people have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, kids. you just did this at your house for the neighbor yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> all the neighbors in this grocery all over all my front yard. yard. Kids <laughs> outdoor zone, and it's a uh, monthly, you know, outdoor. So your church ministry. vertical mm-hmm. in South Austin, Beauty all area. We did a roundup or a camp out Friday night right. where everybody got together and they didn't realize it was going to be 42 degrees at night and uh, weren't prepared. Just like last year. Every time it gets them. But that's part of the adventure, right? That's right. And then the next day we woke up and we were out at a ranch and we set up, we did Deer Camp 101 where we set up multiple different locations and finished the process. Do you have any dead deer hanging? No. Did you get to, oh, you this year get to we, we did not do that. Oh, dang it. Last year we did, and the year before we did, and the year before we did, and that one year where someone found it on the side of the road, we won't talk about that. So okay? we were, when we were... But you don't want to hear about my crime scene investigation? I do, I do, all right. Or do you Go want ahead. to wait on well, it? Well, no, we were just talking about how Cody crumpled one with his bow, and uh, it was quite the it was quite the shot, but we took out some small uh, doe and... And what's going to happen is at the end of the season, because there's hundreds of deer around this ranch where we're hunting in in a residential neighborhood, and we're among at, 500 acres. Yeah, and uh, we're not hunting at residential. No, we're hunting 500 <laughs> acres, low fence. Yeah, and um, but it's going to require at the end of the season, and the landowner and I talked about it yesterday. Is we're going to have to go in and shoot small yearling deer whatever it takes to start getting deer out of there because there's too many deer okay well i'm raising my hand but i do want to finish my story cody talked about placement of the arrow and how you know it was so perfect he couldn't tell we did crime scene of uh, corn scene investigation and worked the forensic backwards and we set up one station where we showed the where the arrow had hit and we put 
um, blood on it, and I'd taken some meat from the morning where the sausage, you know, the raw, and we'd put it around. So it was like if it was hit in the low brisket, you know, or upper a little bit, and the arrow took a l- some blood and uh, and left some meat, you know, like raw meat. And you could tell from there what the arrow placement was, where it hit, and where it will probably go or how long it's going to uh, be running for, you know, because of the because of the placement. You want to kind of follow this backwards. The next one was one where we mixed yellow and brown mustard with some, like, gook in it, and it looked just like a gut shot, you know? And the next one I took, and I got the, have you ever seen the bubble tape? You know, like bubble yum, but it's in bubble tape? I bought some of that, and then we crunched it up, and we put it around, and it looked just like lung particles. You know, the pink, it chewed up a little bit. It had, like, little bubbles in it. And we put that out there and showed them what it would look like if you had a perfect lung shot, and you took some of the lung material out. And then we had them, and, of course, we we, uh, showed them where the uh, deer would run to, where they would bed down, and followed it and put some on the edge of a uh, barbed wire fence showing them that, hey, it jumped this fence. We can't go over there because we don't know the landowner. Good lessons. It ran through, and I guarantee those guys, when they get ready and they shoot their first deer, they're going to be prepared to track that deer. A lot of that stuff, most of that stuff you can just throw it out the window because every time is completely different. Don't and. say that. It's not true. <laughs> well, I, and I remember we it's learned true. We learned so, so much true. of that stuff on our own in the field. Yeah, right. that's I mean, what I'm saying. we were we learned because when Cody and I were learning to deer hunt, we I had a little bit of elk hunting experience, but most of it was like four days worth, five days. Worth. Well, one one or two hunting trips, <laughs> but the. But us going to the hill country yeah. and learning oh, yeah. to shoot deer and, and tracking blood and oh. all those kind of things. We did all the classic mistakes, and and, uh, and, and some of that stuff would have been uh, nice for us to have, uh, have learned in advance yeah. for us. But, you know, I, I just – just that you get out there, and, and whether well, you're learning it on your own or not – uh, just that they're getting out there, and we need to get Road Rash out there. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we need to, to sneak him out CSI. there. We're going to go out there and uh, uh, pick some potatoes or, <laughs> you know, look some for vegetable. wild onions. <laughs> yes, that's what we'll be doing. Be, he'll be the vegan option hunt. That's what we'll do. Um, well, they're, I mean, we're shooting vegans. That is hey, true. Hey, that's deer. an interesting Tasting. comment. Right? Huh. They taste good. They well, <laughs> hey, when we come back on the flip side, we're going to have some fishing news from Cody and some some other great stuff going on. I had some questions for him if we get to it. There's so much we have going on today. Uh, if you're having problems with your rifle, you might want to think about getting over to McBride's Guns this week before you got to go back out. McBride's Guns, they're an Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. McBride's Guns has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, modify those firearms. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is your hometown gun shop. News of the weird. Game Warden Field Notes, all your favorite segments. 
Coming up, it's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse. Catch us here 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. Regulators, you're the ones who keep this thing going. Post uh, post your hunting and fishing pictures on the Outdoor Zone Facebook page. Keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on in your outdoor world. Austin's hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. They have a really cool selection of oysters with $1 Gulf Oyster special serving starting at 5 o'clock on Mondays. They have a fantastic pet-friendly patio with live music on select nights open for lunch and dinner every day and a killer brunch on saturday and sunday they have wonderful house-made uh, breads and poor boys and everything is killer i saw some reviews online uh for the shore raw bar uh raw bar and grill recently and and they had great photos of their food it is uh what was it? Sea bass? I think it was sea bass, and it was oh, killer. Your delicious bass. <laughs> Owners Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider invite you to join them at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. You can find them 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y in Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for details. Shoreatx.com for details. Lots of... Uh Oh, thank you, brother. God, he's so good. Road rash. Road rash comes, comes, through, man. comes through for the win. Uh, not a lot of fishing stuff going on as far as the professional tournament scene. Got a couple weeks and that Guadalupe tournament happens where it's only guads allowed to be caught on Guadalupe L- Bass. Lake Travis. Yes, let's uh, be, uh, That may be fun, but it is nice and cool outside. The fish are chomping. Got a great report from Lake Travis uh, locally that... That uh, fish are biting out there. Heard they sprayed the grass at Lake Bastrop, sprayed the grass at Decker, uh, Walter E. Long Lake, and both of those lakes are just a struggle fest. Got a report yesterday that Fayette was tough as well. So, looks like Lake Travis is our only hope. Go fish, (laughs) find uh, beds of zebra mussels. And uh, fish little light line on zebra mussel beds is did, the uh, where all the fish are. So did you hear? Maybe that's I'm golly, sure, there's so many. Maybe that's a little gut punch I'm sure, there. I'm <laughs> sure they you've like heard this this week that the biologists were saying, "Hey, bring down the water level far enough to kill those." Yeah, zebra mussels. Yeah, but they are worried about the stink. Well, yeah, that, the, that's the, the problem the they're having now. That. Is the stink is they've they've treated, they've put poisons into the water the that copper, have killed. Falsate. Killed a bunch of these zebra mussels or killed, you know, these zebra mussels in certain areas. And now people are complaining because the water stinks. Well, hello, you have a bunch of dead flesh, you know, dying, rotting in your, rotting in your water, water system. Of course, that's not how you eliminate them, you know. You know, the Suburban still smells. I left that deer head in there in a bag. <laughs> in a, you I thought that I, bag would encapsulate the smell? Uh, for a while. I thought maybe you went and harvested a bunch of zebra mussels and, <laughs> and, 
and they I thought you just got stung up your left a, how do we left get the a deer head city of Austin water in your that's good super muscles thought your ice melted so what, what they need to do is get some of those uh uh um perch nutcrackers from the amazon and just oh, let them yeah. go yeah let's let's throw let a bunch of other fish in, yeah. into the ecosystem that that uh, that, that seems to work yeah. they only fantastic. they only eat zebra being mussels sarcastic by the way don't use this as a well <clears throat> we've got one guy that thinks it's great right here no that's wow. a terrible idea don't get me don't get me down that rabbit Lionfish. trail i want no part of that i love our texas parks and wildlife i love what they do for our waterways. I don't think they're. I don't think <laughs> they're the making. They're the guys making the decision on any of that. I think for the they zebra mussel. I think that's LCRA. Yeah. That's well, who that they is. have to. I mean, and they have to be that, a part of it. Maybe they're a part of it. Yeah, but they're. I think that's LCRA, and I think LCRA and and those guys are Bastrop and Fayette. I think those are all more those guys than your Parks and Wildlife guys. They got briefcase full of cash they carry around or what? Oh, my. Hey. Wow. What? Just went there. Is that what the deal is? I mean. Follow the money. Next. Next. Next topic. Let's go to commercial. I'm still stuck on you left a glass of City of Austin water (laughs) in your truck and it smells like a dead deer head. (laughs) Well, oh, that like is that. so good. Those zebra mussels. Uh, Adrian College wins School of the Year, according to FLW, which is now FLW, MLFLW, MLFLW. Is what Ladies it's and gentlemen, tonight at the <laughs> fights, MLFFW. <laughs> Major League Fishing, uh, you know, acquired ML, uh, or FLW, so Major League Fishing now calls flw m l f l w it's gonna take a little while to catch on to that yeah but uh school of the year adrian college Uh, where's adrian college adrian college is in it's up there national school of the year putanuka new york no no it's not new york it's in uh costa del mar florida they they have a point system as far as fishing goes and then i think they also throw in some uh what they do as far as a club as well um they get some points as well you know like river cleanups and things like that so adrian college school of the year good job adrian college uh you had something for us that oh, so came up. You had I had questions some questions. Over. Yes, I have this highly technical. So question number one: if, if you're really into fishing, you'll probably get this. But it's a very trendy. Uh, teach a man to fish, and you feed him for a lifetime. Teach a man to fish with hemp seeds, and you might be criminally convicted. A Russian court convicted 90-year-old philosopher professor on charges of drug possession after planting and drying hemp to use as fishing bait. So now I got everybody's attention. <laughs> right. Look at Road Rash in there going like, hey, Hi. I could have been fishing this That's whole time. A, a vegan option. Yes. Nikola Radbov, professor at Moscow State University of Surveying and Cartograph Cartography Cartography. <laughs> and pl- had good. planted hemp at his dacha several decades ago to use it as fishing bait, mixed the plant seeds with oatmeal. Hmm. The bushes continue to grow on their land, and last fall, Rabov 
Ryabov again gathered some of the hemp to create fishing bait. According to the court's press release, growing hemp wasn't prohibited at the time Ryabov first planted his garden decades ago. It used to grow everywhere and was used for the production of oil and clothes. So he took pot seeds and ground them up, mixed them with oatmeal. Hemp. hemp. It's supposed to be different. Well, it doesn't have I as think much THC. I th- well, whatever it's it is. It's a generic version is what you're saying. It, Not as much THC or something. They mixed it, and so I was wondering, uh, so my question got, well, should you be spraying your lures with CBD oil? And <laughs> Well, you might get, you know, fish are like, hey, I remember that what, smell. You can't I, what, what yeah, I that again. Maybe the slow lures, you know, where they're like, Oh, yeah, I might go over there and munch on that a little bit. Cody, you'd be like, one spray for the uh, bait, (laughs) two for me. (laughs) One for that, one, two for me. So our scent sprays and all that, is that still a thing for bass fishing? Some guys guys hold on to that a little more than than others. Depends on how big the logo is on their jersey or what? Yeah, well, no. I mean, I think some guys believe in it more. A lot of smallmouth. Fishing up guys use a lot of the sprays and stuff like that. I don't worry about it a whole ton, but you know, it never hurts. So I've is that trying to post so it's is not that a, trying to mask human smell or nah. it, like hunting? Well, or? I think it's got like different. You try uh, and it, to, it just keeps a, a fish to hold on to the lure longer. Oh, because it tastes like worm or CBD whatever. or. Doritos. CBD, yeah, CBD so. spray for your for your baits. That, you think you it's laugh, a, hey, but it's going to happen. Hey, I guarantee. I'm tell, hey, we've been looking for a product. <laughs> there we I'm go. not doing anything to KOZ do with the CBD, CBD oh drug world. Some say it's all about the destination. Some say it's about good friends. But you know what turns those road trips into vacations and into memories? It's the drive. So get where you're going in a Honda right now with very affordable pricing on every 2019 Honda Accord. A 2019 Car and Drivers 10 Best for the 33rd time. Never leave safety behind with Honda Sensing. Our suite of safety driver-assisted features like road departure, adaptive cruise control, and collision mitigation. It's safety that you can feel working. So if you're envious, don't be. Save at any one of your Central Texas Honda dealers or on a great deal on an Accord and start making memories that will last forever. And for grads, the deal gets even better when you finance through HFS. You'll save 500 bucks. Get where you're going in a Honda. All right. Hey, uh, regulators, we got a lot more after this. Stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse on the Outdoor Zone radio network. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio show, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Keep a lookout for the Outdoor Zone's hemp oil fishing attractant <laughs> coming, coming soon. Up, coming soon to an illegal sh- pot shop near you. Yeah, it's good. no, we'll do a, a pop up 
store. It'll be a pop-up store. Available in uh, Just kidding, handy. by the way. We can't tell is... you where. Just keep listening to the show. You'll hear <laughs> secret locations. Beef steak will be uh, president of that <laughs> <Yeah>. company. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with it. Bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands off new Ram trucks, all at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. They have deep discounts on everything in their inventory, like the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the 2019 Ram 1500 that truck can tow more than 12,500 pounds and has a ton of storage space you can trust our guys over there at Nile Maxwell Supercenter not only will they give you some of their best prices but you'll get the legendary service that awarded them the 2019 customer first award for excellence go see our buddies over at Nile Maxwell Supercenter super si- super center size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas Nile Maxwell Supercenter 620 and 183 in Austin or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com as if the show wasn't weird enough we actually have an, a weird segment now it's time for this week's <laughs> outdoor news of the weird Weird. Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Hunter dies after being gored by a deer that he shot. Hmm. Hunters give a lot of excuses for getting enjoyment out of killing innocent wildlife. They either rationalize it by saying they eat what they kill or they're just abiding by laws of nature. You're reading a story from... No, that's it. Yeah, you're reading a story from some opinionated... Oh, yeah, it's an opinionated anti. Anti. Oh, yeah. But it's hard to rationalize the blood sport when there's no shortage of meat taken from animals that were bred for slaughter at the local supermarket. Uh, Well, we'll comment on that later. (laughs) (laughs) Alexander uh, worked for Game and See. 66-year-old Thomas Alexander died on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Man, I was like... No, but that's the piece. I mean, it sets it up, 60. but it's a ridiculous statement, right, on the people's side of saying, well... It's a, it's a news story. This is just the epitome of what actually happens in all... So you're reading it, not thinking much about it, because you're just reading it, and you're so used to it now. And then when you dig into it, and you actually pay attention to what the first two paragraphs are saying... It's 100% opinionated piece. It's not a news yeah, oh, it's article. Not, definitely not news piece. But and what happens it's a piece is, of crap. Uh, I beef, throw them out. Beefsteak has an out has a uh, an information collection system that he has in place yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to gather us information, and it's opinionated and not opinionated. But I, the the part of the story was 66 year old Thomas Alexander died on Tuesday after a bizarre incident while hunting in northern Arkansas. Um, Alexander shot a buck with a muzzle loader and then went to check on it to make sure it was dead and it attacked him. Yes. The game, game and fish recommends that hunters do not approach a deer down for at, la- at least 30 minutes. I don't know how long he left it there, but he went up to check it to make sure it was dead and ev- evidently it wasn't. Um, he had several puncture wounds. Now I haven't heard of one of these stories in a really long time. Um, 
since somebody had a deer they raised in their backyard or they got in a right. in a uh a deer facility and got in a pen with the deer right that was that was the last time i heard anything like this and you have heard of some of these in some of the exotic ranches where people were transporting or whatever and yeah moving animals i mean you're just dealing with wild animals they yeah, are what with they are sharp pointy objects yeah i was actually at the farm yesterday i went out to the farm i snuck out to the farm for a couple hours uh because i had the last couple times i've been out there i forgot to take my computer to check my game camera, camera. Mm. so i've got a little piece of property that i put one little feeder on i don't have i got a little tree stand that i put up for bow hunting but i don't have a gun blind or anything so last night i get there about an hour and a half before dark and i just had a chair and a little camo net thing that i hung on the end of one of the barns and just sat inside (laughs) one of the barns pick the one with the least amount of wasp in it and sat in there going in I found I had found this aerosol can of Tink's sixty nine spray. You know, is that CBD or no, no, no? no, 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 no that's no. like that's uh, the dough, deer the dough and estrus, yeah, estrus, estrogen, yes. And uh, so I was thinking, well, cool, it's an aerosol can. You know, I'll spray this a couple times because I didn't. I mean, I didn't have anything on that. Was. Skunk spray is your friend. No, skunk oh spray is the word. <laughs> a little but I thought, I thought those bucks, you know, with this cool air, I don't know if y'all have seen them chasing, but they're oh, chasing, yeah. baby. They got their nose up and they they're don't chasing. care. They're chasing. Big so, time. And a lot of the, recip- they aren't as reciprocating. No. Those women, they're just running around. Man. So, so I sprayed on one little tree on my way in, and then I sprayed... And then I forgot about it. Well, I didn't have any cover scent or anything. I'm kind of sitting in the open. I'm only 50 yards from the feeder or whatever in the barn, in the corner of a barn. And uh, it's really not a barn. It's like a lean-to kind of thing. And uh, so there's an old wooden post right there that holds, you know, that little lean-to, old wooden cedar post. And I just took a little bit of that tink stuff and and I thought, Oh crap! Now I got to sit here and smell that the whole time. But uh, so, but I th- had that thought because I had two little bucks come in. They both had their nose up, and then they went to town on each other, dude. I mean, fifteen <laughs> yards from me, I got video of it. You can hear them just clack and clack, wham, bah, 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 and they fought about six different times. And I thought, and they were fighting over you. Well, they're fighting, spray. Uh, they're fighting over that smell, you know, that I sprayed up in the air. They're just fighting because that's what they do. Uh, one of them was making massive scrape. I mean, it was cool to be right there. Wow. They had no clue I was there, but I didn't I didn't use any, you know, I didn't know, you know, when I was bow hunting that tree stand, a couple times that I did, I was making sure that everything was no sin and every, you know, all this stuff. I just walked in normal and... Put a couple of those sprays down. Yeah, I've noticed that with the bigger, with the smaller bucks, instead of engaging them, the smaller ones will go over and scrape and and take on a tree. Right. And yeah. They'll <laughs> massacre it while this big buck is standing over there. Like, I'm not gonna mess with the big boy. We're <laughs> gonna go scrape on this for a little while. Jump but around. it was it was. I had the thought that if one of those little bucks were to come over here and really take notice to what that smell is that's on this cedar post right next my gun's leaning on 
you know, we could have a little battle royale in, in the. So I was thinking very, about that same thing. Am I going to get gored? You know, do so I need to shoot him before he gets too close? Or going back to this, this person took the opportunity to go. Well, the you know the poor animals because this is like them fighting back. Oh, I can't even. I don't think we have time to go into that. But you know, during the hunter's ed. You know, we te- are teaching the kids to kind of come up on one side and, you know, to, to actually investigate that before they get there to the deer. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how this well, happened. He just, he, you know, things happen. You're, he, he you're in the excited. wild. You're in the woods. One of the fastest growing sports in the country is archery. In Central Texas, the only one true archery shop is archery country the staff and owners at archery archery country are not part-time shooters they're avid bow hunters and 3d shooters that hunt and compete hey i saw that they've got a black friday sale coming up too with a bunch of stuff they're going to be blowing some stuff out on black friday i need to go figure out what those broadheads were that i used last week yes you do those were so good. Is that so blood good. sport? Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need and watch for the Black Friday sale online. We'll post it on the Outdoor Zone Facebook page. Archery Country has Austin's only full-size range. Need a crossbow? They got them. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard, austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com for all the details. Now it's to oh. No Game Warden Field Notes up next after this break. You catch it all live on the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my dear blind. Oh, all right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live from the bunkhouse. Everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials. Sunautoservice.com. 405 West Slaughter Lane is one we go to. Uh, 1300, there's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard, Georgetown. And the Lakeway location is 1206 Ranch Road 620. Sunautoservice.com for more. Sunautoservice.com for more. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Oklahoma Game Warden Cannon Harris matched with the local woman on a dating app, Bumble. He probably didn't expect their first date. First of all, I'd be embarrassed if somebody knew that I was on Bumble. 
or whatever those apps are for dating. The 24-year-old connected with his potential mate in December. It's the new way, old-timer. Just don't go to Grinder. Oh, what about... When she messaged him to say hello, Bumble requires female users to make first contact. Striking up a conversation, Ares asked how she was doing. Great, she said, having just shot a big old buck. That's big old buck in Oklahomies. Pretty happy about it, she wrote. Harrison told the Washington Post that he initially thought this was a prank. While his dating profile says nothing about his job, many in the rural McIntosh County, where he's worked since 2017, recognize him as the game warden. Honestly, the first thing I thought was that it was someone who was messing with me because they knew who I was, he told Post. It, the Post, it seemed too good to be true. But what he what was he uh was on this dating app and she started bragging about it and he thought wait it's not deer season right now it's not <laughs> and so she started and he just kind of pushed into it a little bit and uh and she ended up telling him everything sending him pictures and then a couple of a couple of his other game warden buddies went over and arrested her <laughs> first date foul and they're happily ever after they're living happily oh no hey no. so um Yesterday, I went by the Big Rack Taxidermy. They're the guys off of 290, uh, headed towards Dripping Springs. Like them. And I met, I met William uh, Cortinas. Uh-huh. Did you uh, take your deer by there? No. I just, well, <laughs> I, I went like, in there. <laughs> dude, you're struggling because to get something I'd on never, the wall or what? <laughs> I'd never, I'd never uh, went in there to kind of check out that whole situation. And, yeah. and with uh, my normal uh meat processor was not able to take meat right now and so i was looking and all you guys have been going to the buck stop for i don't know how long rick yeah. burr and all you guys have been going there and you know i've had their beef their uh, deer sticks and all that stuff and their sausage is good. but i went in there and i and i got to meet uh uh william Mm-hmm. at the uh taxidermy he's up yep. front and i just great place you know if i would absolutely if you kid shot their first deer i'd go get the tan hide tan or a shoulder mount or something over there i really like them and then i yeah. went around back and uh to the buck stops and i had this you know and i saw all these deer coming in and i'm a stickler and cody and i talked about this at the ranch this week we are sticklers about how we clean how clean we get yeah. our meat and no processing hair, and yep. stuff. And I found a, uh, got together a list of five things your meat processor does not want you to bring into their shop. And yep. the first one was not field dressing it completely. Uh, like when somebody leaves the, uh, bladder or the anything in that back part where they're not just cleaned it out where they didn't cut it out where they didn't cut it out and uh, pull it all through and clean it out um it is in and then and if the bladder is still full of liquid and you don't remove it and Mm -hmm. it gets on the meat you're trashing it you're trashing it so and they they'll get people yep. bringing in deer that aren't cleaned properly. It's like, man, they got to turn them turn them away. Well, sometimes they do. Yeah. It says also take care of your deer after you shoot it. If the daytime temperatures are much over 40, get your deer to the processor or in the cooler as soon as you can. Man, I have seen people when I'm waiting in line and they they open up the back of the pickup and 
they start to pull it out, and I'm like, oh, my God, rigor mortis is set in. You know, it's they had field dressed it, but then, bang, the legs are sticking out, and it's well, all I've black. Well, I've had that happen, that. but but I, I have uh, skin on, left the skin on, but, man, I packed that cavity with bags yeah. of ice. Yep. Yeah, but that doesn't, you know, I thought about that, and that doesn't get those back hams. I mean, it, the least amount of meat is where you're putting the ice. If you think about well, it, well, yeah, you inside you, of the rib cage, yeah, <laughs> there's no well, and you, get, but no you can get it between you can get it between those hams. You just if it's split open all the way, yeah, and you do it well. But I mean, what are your options? Your if you don't skin have skin quarter, baby. Well, I know that's what we do. And the only reason to leave the skin on is it. if you didn't have a cooler or something or bag. I mean, why not take the skin off? Don't bring a deer in with 25 pounds of meat and expect to get 100 pounds back. <laughs> it's easy to overestimate. People do it to the processors. Oh, they do it on all bass. All the time. Bass as well. When they take <laughs> yeah. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, obviously an outdoor person's uh Cl- classic mistake but i've got a i've got a little thing on that we'll talk next hour on too it's pretty funny don't expect good processor to pack bad meat and now i've had that happen i brought in meat that was dirty that wasn't cleaned well we early when, on when we were learning years and years <laughs> ago we cleaned a deer on the ground and it got leaves all over it and dirt and we tried scraping off what we could but you just couldn't do it, and I thought, well, they'll they'll clean it up at the butcher. And they we got there, and they said, no, you can't bring that in here. So I continued on this story with a little bit with talking to them, and I asked them, you know, some personal, you know, like a personal interview. And uh, Bobby, not Bobby, um, Danny was telling me that no, number one on his list was when people will chop with with loppers the bone and they'll crack it and it leaves little spin, splintered bone shards sticking out Oops. and he and he said when we what we're doing is we're cutting those and we do a lot of them and we're moving fast and it'll poke us in the even if we have gloves on it'll poke us in and it'll get infected really easily by those bone shards sticking out don't and, get here don't get hair all over the meat. Skin deer covered in hair and trash from riding around the bed of the truck take forever to get cleaned up, and many of them will turn it away. Hey, um, so the bottom line is get a nice ice chest, get a couple of bags of ice, take it with you, clean your deer well. Skin hey, your we want to remind everybody about the Texas Sport Pack tonight. We're going to be at the Texas Sport Pack tonight out at Quality Seafood txsportpack.com txsportpack.com no dot org txsportpack.org join uh cody and nicole and uh chef jack gilmore of jack allen's and jp lawson of quality seafood um man it's going to be a great night um our friend carol huntsberger and spence collins and all the team over there are going to have a great night raising money for our uh, TX Sport Pack, which keeps an eye on the coastal, uh, our uh, getting helping us uh, move legislation through to take care of our coastal resources. So TX Sport Pack, P-A-C, TX Sport Pack dot org for more information. All right, we'll take a break. Come back on the flip side. We got some uh, 
fishing news, some more fishing information, PETA news, some anti-hunting stuff that you're going to want to know about, Armed Citizen Report, and more. Only one place live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.